0: The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by BlueChew.com. Get the chewables that give you the confidence you need and the performance you both want when it's time to have fun. BlueChew.com. Use code Vegas for $20 off your first order. Now, Waddle and Sylvie. From the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brands radio station. We got a couple of things going on here. If you want to react, 312 332 3776. Anything on your mind coming off the Bears game on this Bears Monday? Your home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Even if it's non Bears related, feel free to call in 332 3776. First of all, we do have some uh, breaking news, according to Ian Rappaport from six minutes ago. Uh, he says sources the Colts have given star running back Jonathan Taylor permission to seek a trade. And conversations to find potential landing spots are ongoing. Several general managers and talent evaluators were informed earlier today that Taylor is available. So the Bears were just in Indy. I think uh, Ursay made a stance very early into camp that he would not be traded. And that seems to have changed.
1: You would think that they would be trying to find a way to find common ground, considering you have a quarterback with... How many starts does Anthony Richardson have? He's like Mitch, right? he didn't have 13, 13? yes. You would think that his best friend, as he tries to develop, would be an accomplished running back like Jonathan Taylor, but the Colts do things strangely.
0: Yeah, and, and now the Bears, too. Um, Big Z tweets, and I some others are tweeting, to give some clarification on what you were just telling me, Waddle. Um, the Bears finished a 60-minute practice in shells, that's a change from the original schedule, which called for a walkthrough. So that's good that they ramped things up a little bit. It was what Jim Miller was fearful of. Jim Miller was saying, look, they they last practiced on Thursday. The starters did not play, so they were off on Friday the day before the game. The starters did not play on Saturday. They were off yesterday and today called for a walkthrough, so today at least they went through an actual 60 minutes practice where – you know, it wasn't just a walkthrough. He said heavy emphasis on the red zone a- uh, action. Uh, offensive players not practicing. Wide receivers, uh, Chase Claypool, Joe Reed, and Dante Pettis. Running backs, uh, Tristan Ebner, and left guard, uh, Tevin Jenkins. Um, and then you also read me a tweet. Uh, who is that from Kevin Fishbane?
1: Yeah. Looks like Lucas Patrick is getting snaps at center with Cody Whitehair maybe at left guard, so they may be adjusting their offensive line and Nate Davis at right guard. So they may be just adjusting the offensive line to take or to
0: uh, rather to address the Tevin Jenkins absence. Well, Nate Davis is their right guard, right. so he's staying there. But he's a but big, they would but he's move. Out there. They would move uh, Cody Whitehair from center back to left guard. Correct. And and lucas patrick at the center position yes so those are your adjustments it looks
1: like they may be making
0: and this is what I, I teased going into the top of the hour here and uh the injury report uh brought to you by costa ivoni personal injury lawyers this is uh from adam shafter from nfl live on the uh, report that tevin jenkins has a leg injury tevin jenkins is dealing with what i'm told is Two strained calves. Both calves oh. are strained at this point in time.
1: He is expected to miss the start of the season. We'll see when he can get back out there. He injured his leg last week. I think it's actually both legs. I think it's both calves. I've never heard of that me before. Either. But that's what I was told to me and described to me. And that'll be a loss
2: for the Bears offensive
0: line. So not one, but two, according to Shafty. I don't know if that was something lost in translation or if that Is indeed true, Shefty usually doesn't get those things wrong. He's going to be at Football Fest on Sunday, by the way. Tickets are almost gone. Buy your tickets right now at Hard Rock Casino, northernindiana.com, or Ticketmaster, Field Yates, Adam Schefter will be there. Plenty of uh, fantasy football conversation, real football conversation, Bears conversation as well. Barstool Big Cat will be there, and all of us from ESPN 1000. It's just, again, I mean, the offensive line thing, it
1: needs to be solid. Uh, Cody Whitehair has a right hand injury. They've moved him, as we said, to left guard. And Lucas Patrick hasn't practiced in weeks.
0: Now he's your center. So would this be twofold where Lucas Patrick, because of the injury with the hand, is better suited to not snap the football and maybe better to play guard with that injury? injury. Cody Whitehair. Cody, yes. well, what did I say? Lucas Patrick? Yeah. Um, is, it, uh, is Cody Whitehair better suited to not snap the football? And so that way he would take Tevin Jenkins' spot and then Lucas Patrick play center.
1: Didn't they? I thought that when they signed Lucas Patrick last year, the, the thought was is he was going to be their starting center, right? Yeah, and yes. then he got hurt and Sam Mustaford took over. Yes. And it was the same thing. Patrick hurt his hand. His hand. And he right. couldn't snap the ball.
0: Right. And then this this affects Justin Fields of again. Course. Like it all affects everybody. I mean, it, it like it affects your rookie uh, tackle. It affects your quarterback, especially the center. The center is important. Yeah, you think? I think so.
3: Very but like important. like
0: a lot of teams downplay the center. Like a lot of centers don't get drafted high. Um, and I think this- securing the the interior of your offensive line, especially for a
1: quarterback who is developing, is imperative if you talk to quarterbacks
0: most of them will tell you they're more bothered by pressure up the middle than they are off the edges it's sean in phoenix so i wanted to get in hey sean you're on espn 1000 hey boys thanks for having me on i love listening to the show thank um, you quick question so you guys have been talking about it. it's been a concern of mine as well i mean we come in with White here injured you have Nate Davis, who nobody really even knows if he can be ramped up in his mythical ways of not answering questions. Is this something that Bears fans, we have to be hesitant going into the season and expect Justin to be running for his life again? Because I think before minicamp, looking on paper, we thought, finally, we're going to have a pocket quarterback who can choose to run versus a running quarterback who, thank God, when he gets a pocket.
1: Well, none of this is good, Sean. If you, in fact, you are trying to create a, a calm environment for your young quarterback. So, I mean, look, maybe it's early. Maybe Lucas Patrick is, is settles in at center and is fine, and Cody Whitehair, who's a veteran, is just fine at left guard. I mean, and hopefully Nate Davis gets ramped up. I don't look. I'm at this point. I'm selling you hope. Are you?
0: Yeah. Or are you Are you selling us hope because you believe it, or are you selling it hope? Because you have to. Because I have to. Like be- because to I me, I don't think it has to be a tragedy. Don't, but- don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not panicking. But again, Lucas Patrick hasn't practiced in weeks. Correct. He's been a bust since they signed him. It's not like they signed him to a big contract anyway. But he hasn't been a good player. Now all of a sudden, because you have to, he's going to be at center. Um, your plan all off season has been to move Cody Whitehair to center correct now he may not be able to play center because he can't snap the ball because he's got a bad hand and now you have to move him because he can't snap to left guard where tevin jenkins is supposed to play Mm -hmm. which is supposed to be his third position but now he's hurt again and may not be able to play till mid to late september because he's not hurt one calf but two calves and you practice Cody Whitehair all off season at center, and now you're moving him to left guard. Like to me, that's not how you build a line.
1: That's why it was my bad for my good bad. Yeah, term. I
0: know. So like to sell hope, it, it, like I just think that all you're doing there is doing it because you're shining some. You're shining up a turd.
1: Well, I've already told you that the unsettled nature of their <laughs> offensive line disturbs me greatly. I follow that by saying. Maybe it won't be as bad as, as as you know it could be. You've got a veteran left guard. You've got a veteran center now. Maybe Lucas Patrick is healthy. I like. I don't. Yes, I'm polishing up a a a a a, a turd right now.
0: The, the none, of turd, but... none of this was in their plan. None of this was in their plan. Oh, and by the way, Nate Davis been... they signed to be their guy, and he's like, "Hey, I got my contract. I'm not showing up to any OTAs." And oh, by the way. Um, now I'm mysteriously not going to practice most of training camp. And I respectfully am not going to tell you why.
1: It's not ideal.
0: It's not ideal. And by the
1: way, they've practiced mostly for three and a half weeks with Cody Whitehair. At the very least, you had Cody Whitehair at center Tevin Jenkins at left guard. And you had Jatir Carter uh, at right guard. So at least you had something, some sense of uniformity. Now you're mixing all of that up. So look again, like I, I, as I said, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to run around the house and scream fire right now. No. But it, I'm unsettled with what their offensive line looks like right now. And by the way, Courtney also has Courtney Cronin has reported this is of interest. I would think as well. Bears rotated the order of their number two QBs today. Uh, Bajent, Walker, and Peterman all got reps behind Fields. I only noticed Bajent getting. A couple reps behind the first-team offensive
0: line, though, during red zone. Oh. So. Like, I I love, again, I, I've said this, we're still learning about Eberflus. I don't think any of us really know if Eberflus is going to be a good coach or what. Or what some of the characteristics really are. I've told you that I love about that he is not scared to put someone in the doghouse and let them work their way out of the doghouse. I love that he loves young players. There's so many stubborn head coaches in the NFL who don't trust young players and won't enable young players. This guy loves young players it seems. Doesn't shy away from them. No. He he loved them in Indy. He a lot of guys earned his trust and um and again, at the quarterback position, he seems to be doing the exact same thing as he's a lot like, I know a lot of them, it's because they have to and they've got such a young team and they're a building team anyway. But so many young players played and thrived under him last year. And now they're letting Bajent. they're letting him. They're not running from it. They're not like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's one game. They're like, oh, he's giving us something to think about here. And then come I play him the
1: majority of the snaps this uh, Saturday. I'd let the, you know, I'd play my ones for a while, but in terms of giving PJ Walker or Nate Peterman more I'd give I'd give Bajant the majority of the snaps that weren't going to your first quarterback.
0: You're gonna keep three quarterbacks anyway, aren't you?
1: Uh, yes. And I've seen plenty of Peterman and I've seen plenty of PJ Walker. The one guy I haven't seen a ton of at the NFL level is this guy, so I would play him. That's what I would Yeah,
0: do. me too, me too. And I'd be more, I'd be more apt to keep PJ Walker.
1: Yeah, I like well.
0: Nathan Peterman's a journeyman who we know who he is. Well, what what is Nathan Peterman at this point? PJ Walker is the guy that they signed with Carolina. Uh, DJ uh, has played with him last year in Carolina. Um, he's got some of the uh, some of the traits that Justin has, uh, and I, he'd like whether he's your three or whatever, I'd keep him. Look, Peterman's been in the league for, for seven years.
1: If you don't know who he is mm-hmm. right now, then you don't know anything about football. He's a career four touchdowns, 13 interception guy. Like, he's he's a third quarterback on somebody's roster. That's just, that's reality. And I don't know that you're losing anything by moving on from him and keeping Bajan's. Don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, that's that with... Uh... So, I mean, look. This is this is how it feels like it's going to shape up for the opening game of the season on the offensive line. You are going to have Braxton Jones, obviously, as your left tackle. You are going to have uh, you are going to have right as your offensive right tackle. More than likely, you are going to have Lucas Patrick as your center, White Hair as your
0: left guard, and Nate Davis as your your right guard. Do you think we're going to see? Um... Lucas Patrick as their starting center. Opening it feels day, that way. Or you don't think it will be Kramer or or so, Like Lucas Patrick, like I said, has been. I know he lined up there today, but he's been he's been a bust. He's I been know, bad. But
1: he's but he's got NFL experience. You're going to put a kid in there
0: that doesn't have any experience at all. As you're I just to told you told you to they they enable they enable younger players.
1: Well, I I know they enable younger players, but that's not a position. I would choose the veteran over the younger player for that spot. Even if the veteran stinks? Well, how do I know that the young kid doesn't stink? You don't. Well, I mean, in that situation, I would probably, I would go with the veteran first. I wouldn't go with the rookie unproven guy first. I'd let the, the veteran fail before I would go to the young guy. And hopefully, in the meantime,
0: Cody Whitehair's hand heals. Yes. And then that, he can slide over to center. That's what I mean. Like, that's, that, that's, like, they moved him with the purpose of him playing center, and of that's course. why this sucks. That, that that was the plan all off season, and now your whole offseason plan gets shaken up uh, on a couple of two different injuries. You know, the Whitehair hand injury. And the Tevin Jenkins double calf injury. Look,
1: this to me, as I said, was the development of the weekend was is
0: obviously you None lose Tevin played. Jenkins and you, you're going to move your center to left guard. Like, and that's the thing. Like, can you imagine if any of them would have played in the game, the, the people who would be upset? So, like, never say that this is why they don't play in the preseason. None of them played. This no. didn't happen in a game. This all happened in, in practices.
1: Look, I, I don't, there's another, as I said, I forget the kid's name. I'll find it here. They, 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 they claimed a guy off of the, 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 the Lions cut him. I don't know really much about him other than he has started several. Logan Stenberg, I believe, is his name. And I believe, you know, he's, he's been in the league since 2020. He was a former fourth-round pick and had several starts on his, on his resume. I mean is he a guy that maybe you find time for at left guard that's where
0: they have him listed behind Alex Leatherwood My my big question to you was this happened at the time was if the if the if he's good and the Lions are just getting good why are they cutting him now That's a good question Why are they cutting know. him so early at camp Don't know I'm Not sure Don't have any insight on that
1: So like that that would be my question Maybe he's better than Lucas Patrick Is he a center though? No, but oh, Lucas was like... Patrick was also playing, you know, guard at one point as well. Like I don't have any answers for you at this time. You're going to have to see how this all plays out. They've got They've got this week to see what they can get done and then they'll ramp up for a couple weeks getting ready for the Packers, but this is as I said earlier, it's unsettling especially when when protection was an issue. That A was a problem last year, and B was something that they really addressed. You signed Nate Davis, you moved White Hair, you drafted Darnell Wright. I mean, like there were there was a lot that was done to help certify or strengthen this this offensive line, a lot and of now people, it's all
0: been changed. A lot of people wanted them to draft a center, and they, that was yeah. one thing that they did not get done in the draft. Tulsa Mike, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mike? Hey guys, how's it going? We're good. Uh,
2: just quickly, I just wanted to touch base. Uh, I know we're up against the clock, but um, I just wanted to say what uh, has got me most excited as as a Chicago Bear fan. Um, and I've been, you know, I'm 46 years old. I've been watching the Bears since the T-Waddle days. So That's a long time. It's a long time. So I pooped my pants when we got Cutler. That was great. We got Fields. I was like, okay, this is excellent. But he was kind of like, kind of a lower round, uh, as far as quarterbacks goes. He was a, a first-round draft pick, but There were several quarterbacks that went in front of him. So it was like, okay, I hope this guy's great. But he hadn't really done anything to get us excited until he rushed. As far as, like, looking for a passing quarterback goes, I have not had any more excitement as a fan since I watched this Indianapolis Colts game. So I'm like, Nagy, have you seen the Colts game? Because if you haven't, you're crazy. Watch it. It's got us excited. It's got us pumped up. And you know what? Here's the thing. If fields don't work out, we got a backup plan. So that's got me excited, because now we got two bullets instead of just one. So I'm excited to see where the season goes. It's got us pumped up. Can't wait to watch. So glad ESPN 1000 has Chicago Bears. Let's go, Bear Down! Thank you.
0: There you go. Thanks, Mike. Hey, look, I one step, one step there. at a, one step at a time here. Like again. I would never say never on on these crazy stories. These guys come out of nowhere a lot of times. It happens. But I would still focus on Baygent as your backup quarterback here, making the roster and and continuing to see the progress. Again, there's a lot there. Guys make it. And like I said, this was more than just one game in Indy. They have, they have had him since the senior bowl. This didn't just start when they brought him in as an undrafted uh, rookie. A lot of people, Jim Miller told us he thought he would be drafted in the sixth or seventh round. Jim Nagy, who runs the senior bowl, was the guy who invited him to the senior bowl. He was very good at the senior bowl. Um, he's played a lot of football. He does look the part at six three. There's a lot to like about him, but about thinking that you have another, Possible answer: A quarterback. I wouldn't go that far, except to think maybe you've got another developmental quarterback right now in the room, and let's start there. You're looking to upgrade your
1: roster. If you can find some young, talented players to be backups, regardless of position, especially quarterback, then then this, that's fantastic. Look again. I'm not. I'm not waving the panic flag right now. But I also don't like that as they're going through a, a basically a shells, you know, walk through. that there's no Demarcus Walker. There's no Tremaine Edmonds. There's no Brisker. There's no Eddie Jackson. Obviously, we've given you the rundown of what they're doing on offense as well. I'm just, you know, again, I know we got some time here, but, but right, guys, you know, you, you need to get to the opening. I want to see them be somewhat
0: healthy with the opening game of the season. I think Tremaine, it's been three weeks for Tremaine yeah. Edmonds, but they say it's not serious. That's what they keep saying. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you want to react, maybe we'll let's see if we can get Courtney on for for five minutes, just so she could kind of give us a summary of the atmosphere. Or or, or since things are going on, I don't know if if people are at the podium. She may be busy, but if she if we can get her on for five minutes before we leave, that would be good. Um, Just to sort of let everyone know what's going on there. Uh, Also coming up, Kevin Warren spoke. On our broadcast this weekend, and and I think there is something that will give all Bears fans hope about Kevin Warren building the stadium uh, in the Chicagoland area, wherever it turns out to be. I will give you that info coming up next.
1: You have waited all year, and the time has finally arrived. Yes, college football is back, and so are all the traditions and tailgates and all the great offers from DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. And right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bets. So why don't you kick off the season with DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code WMVP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook with code WNVP. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 in Older, Illinois only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms.
0: Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Talking about some of the weirdness around the Bears and their injuries. The Tevin Jenkins injury first reported by Brad Biggs is a leg injury then Shefty today saying it's both calves. And, and he's got a calf injury in his left leg, and he's got a calf injury in his right leg. So don't ask anyone up at House Hoggers. You won't get any info. You will not. We'll try to uh, get you Courtney before 6. She's got some press conferences she's covering. It's got to be – I mean, listen.
1: The, the report is is that he's going to miss the opening game of the season at the very least, which means that
0: there is some significance to this injury. And now they're moving guys, and they're moving guys out of need, and then they're moving guys because of injury and uh I don't like it. Cody Whitehair's moving to left guard, uh, and is that more out of because he can't snap the ball? At I didn't even
1: know which hand was injured, and now we find out that it is his right hand. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. You wonder whether if in fact he you know it was his left hand, would they keep him at center and, and make an adjustment at left guard? You don't And then what happens if the hand heals a week into the season? Does he shuffle back into center? And then they move someone else to left guard. Look again for a team that is trying to establish some continuity with their offensive line and area that needed to be upgraded and was upgraded with a young quarterback still developing. This is, you know, you just would like a more settled situation for sure. Can a hand ever heal if you continue to play football on it Even, You know what I mean? I don't don't know what's, yeah. I mean, it could be a thumb could be a finger could be, I have no idea what it is with these guys.
0: But do you know what I'm saying? Like Aaron Rodgers played with that bad finger, that bad thumb. thumb. I don't know if it was ever broken, but it like, it doesn't get better as you keep playing. Like the only way it gets better is if you stop playing, so if Cody White here, even if he moves, I don't know if that's ever going to to get right, Oh no, so three one, two, three, three two, three seven, seven, six. Kevin Warren was on um the broadcast uh with Joniak and Thayer. This is your home for Bears football. We've got the Bills game coming up on Saturday. It's a noon kick, isn't it uh Mallard? noon kick at the, on the lakefront? front. And uh, so we will have all your coverage starting at eight in the morning, and uh, we'll be at Soldier Field, just inside Gate Zero. I kept calling it Gate O. Um, like I was conditioned at a very young age. I know they're numbered, but even though it is zero, I always called it Gate O as a child. And. We are GN, didn't we always call it gate O? I think so. Back in the day. I don't ever remember calling it Gate Zero. Right. Like someone came up to me, worked at Soldier Field, and I they go, It's gate zero. They're all numbered. And I go, I know it's zero. And I know that they all go in numerical order, but I was always conditioned to call gate O. Well, you need to be reconditioned.
1: Who seriously starts their numbers with zero? Right? The Bears.
0: Who starts their numbers with well numbers do start at 0, don't they? I mean I do guess okay. I guess if you're like if you're winless you're 0 and 1 yeah. or 0 okay. and 2 You're 0 and 1. You, do, when you are, st- you are 0 and 2. When you start 0 and one, bay, zero well, two, I'm t- do bay, 0 2 or you say 0 and 1
1: and 0 and 2? Do you speak soldier field? If you speak soldier field it's 0 and 1 and 0 and 2. I'm coming in and trying to defend you here, Sylvie, okay. and, and you're going with, uh, now you're getting all defensive. Like, if you're numbering things, you start with one, do you not? Gate one.
0: And how many gates oh, are there I total? see what you're saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many gates are there total? So you don't start, like, you don't have, like, when you, when you have a building and you have an elevator, there's no floor zero. Precise. There may be a lobby, but there's no zero.
1: Another reason why they need to move out of there, because it's numbered incorrectly. Just another that's another reason. Br- that's the another deal breaker. Reason. Get out of here because
0: we're numbered incorrectly. A gate, a gate zero would mean there is no gate. Correct. That's a gateless gate. <laughs> so anyway, our broadcast, our Doctor Pepper stage is right on the inside of gate Where? zero or O. I call it Gate O. I'm going to continue to call it Gate O.
1: Should Maybe I? they feel like that is the, there's a discrepancy between a, a number and a letter. So if you say, oh, it could be gate M or gate N or gate P or gate yeah. G. I don't know. Again, you have to speak Soldier Field to understand this. I don't ever believe I've ever heard it ever called gate zero. That's, right. That's
0: what I'm but saying.
1: I may, be in, I may be in the minority here. Someone wagged
0: know. their finger at me. Sylvie, it's gate zero. I'm like, really? I always said a gate O. Kevin Warren was on the, the and maybe he could start uh, changing all this. I saw a list today. Um, it was on The Athletic. They came out and they pulled all the beat writers around the NFL. The best stadiums in the NFL, ranking them a, not zero through 30, one through 30, Meller. Mm. And um, guess what the best stadium was in the entire NFL? The Minnesota Vikings Stadium. Yes, U.S. Bank Stadium. Yes. Guess who uh, led that charge of getting that built? Kevin Warren did. Kevin Warren. So, like, I'm going to... This is where I'm going to totally be patient with him. Because not only does he have experience building a stadium, he's experienced in building the best stadium. Like, SoFi is, was number two. Uh, U.S. Bank Stadium is is rated as the number one stadium in the NFL. That should give you some confidence. Yes, and I think Soldier was somewhere around 20 or 22nd in this. Um, I'm surprised it didn't finish down lower. Me too. But a lot of the, the ones that did finish lower are the ones that are getting replaced. I think like the Bills stadium is getting replaced by a new stadium. I think the one in Tennessee was below it. That's getting replaced. So a lot of the ones that were lower are getting replaced. This is Kevin Warren uh, talking about the latest stadium plans with Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer.
3: It's a long journey, but the good thing about it, uh, uh, you know, people have a a positive mind. We're still, you know, working with uh, Arlington Heights. And there's a lot of other municipalities who have expressed interest. And and we're starting to follow up and, and start having meetings there. And then you have the city of Chicago, you know, which is where we've been for a while so there's a lot of really positive energy. I have great, uh, you know, respect for Mayor Hayes and Arlington Heights, and and also uh, Mayor Johnson. He's done a great job, and he's passionate, and uh, so it's been good to have some some really good positive dialogue, and and, and I'll, I'll look forward to us continuing to, to move forward. Uh, we have to do what's you know what's right, and, and make sure we create an environment for our fans that, that create the best game day experience in all of the National Does Football it League almost all your time Uh, it it always has space in my mind Uh, not all my uh, all my time because there's so many other things from day-to-day business and football operations that I focus on Uh, but but it's always you know in my mind I think about it constantly because this is one of those uh, decisions uh, that that will make that will impact this organization literally for the next 50 years so you want to make sure you get it right
0: said it last week when he talked to Peter King about that I love the grand scope that he's thinking that this is a one one time in 50 year thing they have to get this right they can't say to themselves we we could correct it after 10 years or we can move after 20 years that this has to done, be done right and when he says we're going to build something that has to be the best game day experience for bears fans that it's not just saying those words that there's a possibility it may be done because he's done it once already in minneapolis
1: i feel so much more comfortable with this project and what will it what it will be and become with him in charge than i did
0: a year ago when he wasn't in charge of course it's not yeah i know I know you. You kind of feel dirty saying that. No, not even not but, at but, all. But, it's but, reality. But, I
1: did not feel really that comfortable with them because the last time they did anything stadium related, it was, was bad. It, right. It's it was the renovation of Soldier Field, and so, now we
0: have a guy who did it and did it well. Before we had a guy who did it and did it poorly. Right. So Here's what feel, we go. Which
1: I, which do you want? I feel much
0: more. Com- I feel very comfortable with where this thing will ultimately where it's headed. Uh, Bill on the northwest side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Bill? Hey, guys, how are you? We're good.
2: I don't want to take a lot of your time up, but Sylvia, I just thought I'd throw a wrinkle into your gate zero thing. Okay. Um, I don't know if they still have it at Soldier Field, but back in the 70s, went to the Super Bowl and rock concerts they had there, I saw Pink Floyd, et cetera. My mom's a Chicago cop. She works security. We got her to put it on the list, and you know what gate we went in? Which gate? Double zero. <laughs> I'm so there, not kidding either.
0: So there was a double zero then.
2: It was double. It was double zero. We went in. Our name was on the list. That's how we got in right away. But I just I uh, enjoy you guys' show. I just want to throw that in there. You and, didn't solve uh, anything night. for yeah.
1: me. Thank you, Bill.
2: All right, take care. See you, Bill.
0: He was just saying nice things. My to favorite us. gate in all Chicago sports, though, is Gate Three and a Half at the old Chicago Stadium and now at uh, the United Center. There's actually a half gate. Gate three and a half. Is that for the press? Yeah, the, yeah, the, the media. The media. It's gate three and a half. Um, Jake in Northbrook, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jake?
1: Hey, guys. First time, long time. I was originally calling to say uh, I was getting Caleb Haney vibes from this badgeon as all of a sudden he plays one good preseason game and people are annoying him like he's got a great future in the league. But just to chime in real quick on the stadium, I just hope Kevin Warren can get the food situation good, because in Chicago, only Jerry Reisdorf has figured that
0: out. You know, you you are right about that. It's one thing that Jerry has done well. Good food. And even the United Center has really done a good job at that. Um, And they have, like, uh, continually evolved the United Center with that. Um, and, yes, there. not only there has to be good food options, there has to be enough of it, there has to be shorter lines. Like, they have got to hit a home run with this. And that's why I am cool with them taking their time. Amen.
1: I still, oh, and I guess it's just the nature of the beast. But I just, I struggle with the concept that because somebody suggests, hey, that kid looked comfortable out there. He has a long history of succeeding albeit at the Division two level, and it may be wise for them to continue to give him some run and possibly keep him as their third quarterback. And maybe at some point he will develop into a guy who can be their backup, turns into people saying, hey, I didn't uh, – one guy has one good game and then they anoint him. Nobody's anointed Tyler Bajent – uh, What's his first name again? Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. See, I haven't even I butcher his first name. So I haven't elevated him anywhere. It's this is the process of upgrading your roster. Could this kid be better than Nate Peterman on your roster? Right, right. Yeah, I'd like to see that happen. Could he eventually become a guy you trust to be your backup to Justin Fields? Yeah, nobody's anointing him sure. in any manner. Right. Right. Nobody's trying to tell
0: you that there's a quarterback
1: competition
0: up Sh- at Hallis May- Hall. Maybe you trade him like the Patriots traded Jimmy G a few years ago. Hey. Like, like, that, like there is so many different places this could go. Listen. Like, they- it doesn't, like, Justin could be great and then you can do, like, there, this is a great, it's better to have good quarterbacks. Then are not good quarterbacks. I, I mean, your roster is supposed to be filled with good
1: players, even the backups. Yes. So when somebody goes out on a football field and plays very well, then maybe you start to give that person a little bit more run, and maybe he ultimately becomes somebody that will be part of your 53-man roster. Yes. You're looking for guys who play well in game situations. And I don't remember the Caleb Haney era, but my 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 recollection is never that I came away thinking... That, oh, you know what? He processed everything, and he looked really comfortable, and um, he's definitely going to be our starting quarterback. Yes. Like, I, I,
0: how did we go from from A to Z right. that quickly? You know what else would be cool? Like, and, and like there are so many th- things in between the extremes it would be be cool not to pay andy dalton ten million dollars a year to be your backup (laughs) or it would be cool not to pay brian greasy x amount of dollars to be your backup mike glennon all these different um journeyman quarterbacks to be your backup and you have a guy who is just a homegrown guy because you developed to be your backup in the meantime Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's just weird. Someone tweeted me and saying, hey, how do we say the area code 708? It's not 708, 708. Now you're making my head hurt. Kato. Yeah.
1: 708.
0: 708. I'd stick with what's comfortable. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. It's Waddle and Soul.
1: Join the millions who save hundreds of dollars a year by getting Xfinity Internet Mobile together. It is the best of both worlds. You get unlimited data in and out of your home so you can work, learn, stream wherever you are and as much as you want. So no worrying about going over your allotted data each month. Gives you peace of mind. You're able to stay connected everywhere you go with the combined power of gig speed Wi-Fi at home and the most reliable 5G network on the grow. Go. And the best thing is, when you get Xfinity Internet Mobile together, you're going to save big on your wireless bill. And who doesn't love a little extra cash in your pocket, huh? Maybe you have a family member that needs a different data option. Well, Xfinity Mobile has you covered. You can mix shared and unlimited data options with your family, all in one plan, so you're only paying for what you need. So get started. Call them at 1-800-XFINITY. Visit Xfinity.com or drop into an Xfinity store today for more details. Savings compared to weighted average of top three carriers based on optimized pricing. Xfinity Internet is required to reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line.
0: Actual savings. Guys, 19 Crimes Wine tells the story of rule breakers who beat the odds and became infamous. Similar to the story of one hip-hop's founding fathers and entertainment icon, Snoop Dogg. You may have heard of him. Uh, Whether it's the brand-new Cali Blanc, which is a Sauvignon Blanc and I love, or the OG's Cali Gold, a sparkling wine, or the Cali Red. It's what I had last Thursday. And absolutely love. Or their Rosé, 19 Crimes Wine, brings the party. And whether you're heading to a party and you need something to bring, or you're just having a great meal at home, Or you just want to chill and watch a game, pick up a bottle of 19 Crimes Wine tonight. Wherever you shop to buy your wine. Enjoy responsibly 19 Crimes Wine, Sonoma, California, 2023. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Are oh, you want another interesting story on this Monday? Why not? Well, this crossed uh, not too long ago on Crane's Chicago Business from Greg Hintz. Headline in this, we were just talking about the Bears stadium issue, reads, White Sox Ponder Move from Southside Home. This is going to be a big story. This is Cranes. This is, as you know, Cranes is, is a, certainly a Chicago insider. Um, it says, while the Chicago Bears search for a new stadium has dominated headlines for months, the White Sox have begun quietly reviewing their options, too. Knowledgeable sources say Jerry Reinsdorf, the team's majority owner and chairman, is considering moving the organization from guaranteed rate field in Bridgeport when the team's lease expires just six years from now. No decision has been made or appears imminent, but among the possibilities are moving to a new stadium in the city or suburbs or even relocating to Nashville, a subject of recurring gossip on and off for years. There also is some chatter among team insiders that, at age 87, Reinsdorf may seek to sell the Sox while keeping ownership of the Chicago Bulls. Reinsdorf, longtime business partner at the United Center, Chicago Blackhawks owner Rocky Wirtz recently died. The The prospect of the Sox move is serious enough that at least one Chicago developer who asked not to be named is preparing a bid. And the situation has caught the attention of City Hall, where Mayor Brandon Johnson's administration is planning to hold a conversation with the team about its future, according to senior advisor Jason Lee. In a statement, the team appears to be leaving the door wide open to a change in venue. Quote, We have not had any conversations about our lease situation, but with six years remaining, it's naturally nearing a time where discussion should begin to take place, said team's spokesman Scott Reifert. The conversations would be with the city, ISFA and the state, and most likely be about vision opportunities in the future. ISFA is the Illinois Sports Facility Authority, the state entity that built and owns Guaranteed Rate Field. One source close to Reinsdorf is more explicit. Quote, looking ahead to the next 20 or 30 years, the functionality and viability of the team at its current location has to be considered. The source says this is the time to evaluate other options in and around Chicago. Look over here. Because what's happening over here in terms of the actual team
1: itself, we don't want you talking about. So look over here. You think this is about? Um... I, I think it's. I don't know that it's a. It's a distraction tactic, but when when the team is is this dysfunctional, like they probably want you talking about anything other than the team. Well, I don't know if they want you talking about a possible move to Nashville now. I I, Regardless of where you're playing, if you're a Sox fan, you want somebody to fix your team. That's what would be most in
0: focus to me. As a White Sox fan, fix my team. Do you think this is why he doesn't want to talk about the team at all? Maybe so. Because it's about selling, it's about uh, moving. Nash Sox. East Bank JD says... He's got something, be, too. Yeah, what do you got, J.D.? How the hell are you doing? What are you getting? Stuff in the steam room there? What, 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 are, you, what are you getting? Rumors he's at the, he's the East talking bank Club? Yeah, I heard from a guy that
2: used to work heavy with the worst family. He knows his stuff. He was saying that the reason Kenny Williams is still even employed with the White Sox is because he's been leading some type of search for a minority-led ownership group that involves Barack Obama and Tiger Woods. Pretty solid, pretty solid guy that has told me this. So that's
0: what's out there, guys. Well, That's out there. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's out there, all right. I mean, well, like we'll see. I mean, right? We, if that is indeed true, we will credit East Bank JD. I've been selling on a few things, so yeah. But it's great
2: to talk to you guys, man. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I know right? what's out. Yeah. The
0: rumored, the rumor mill is is churning with White Sox <laughs> stuff. You
1: guys have a great, uh, a great
2: week. Right? Thank you. All right. JD. Now, now, I will East tell Bank you that JD. the
0: first one is more reliable. That's that's Crane's Chicago business. Yeah. The second one is, records, is yeah. East Bank JD. I'm not discrediting East, no, East no. Bank JD, but I am saying Crane's has a better track record. Something needs to be done with that franchise. I would start with trying to fix it. That's going to be int- it's going to be interesting tomorrow. I mean, it's uh, and from here on out. And if we are the home for the White Sox and they're playing out of Nashville, do we move to Nashville?
1: Should we give Connor a heads up? Does he need to get on? Yeah, does real Connor quick need start to, to start some some checking property? out? Uh, you think uh, Cuddy will be a part so, of that minority no, absolutely group? Absolutely not. No. No. Um,
3: no.
0: Um, Nashville's a fun town. They're not going to Nashville. They would. I would think the ownership would. They would find ownership group here and build it Go somewhere else. Build the stadium somewhere else. Build me a team that doesn't have nine DHs
1: <laughs> and fifteen, <laughs> 15 starting star- right-handed start
0: starting pitchers and guys
1: that love the game and want to play. Start with that. You move the team to the moon for all I care. Just play the game the right way, will you? Huh.
0: Can you Run to first base! Not, don't get picked off of first! And don't get hurt? Don't get. Try not to get hurt! Don't get hurt. We got some weird injuries in town, too. Double calf injuries. Look,
1: I'm, I'm not lying. Like, what's going on up at Hallis Hall right now has me a touch unsettled. I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat dinner tonight.
0: You'll eat dinner. And then you'll poop it out an hour later. Crosstalk brought to you by Steinhoffels. Thank you to them. I can't wait to head over. I'm going to head over there this week, by the way. Buy me a chair that actually has like i I'm not buying like a- you. I bought you some booze. I'm not buying you any furniture. You give okay, me my, the money then my, my,
1: request, then my request is, is I'll, I'll okay, it well, What kind of chair would you like? I want one that's got like an escape hatch so that actually I could use it as a bathroom without having to get up from my
0: chair. All right, Steinhoffels, can you design one of those Buy chairs? Buy me a
1: recliner slash toilet.
0: Steinhoffel's Waddle is requesting you design a poop chair. A poop chair. I think that that's is. called the toilet.
1: No, I want to be able to do it in the comfort of my family room without drawing attention to myself. They would name it the Waddle, and then
0: every poop chair would be called the Waddle. There you go, that's Kevin. Great. There's the bidet, and then there's the Waddle. There's the Waddle. All right. Uh, thank you uh, to, to Kevin. Thank you to Meller. and um, thank you... Uh, to you for calling in today and for participating. We had Jim Miller on the show as well. For Waddle, I'm Sylvia. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Monday.